the Studio Cuts Podcast with Taylor with WRRV. This is the Studio Cuts Podcast. Hey, it's Taylor from 92.7, WRRV. And the Studio Cuts Podcast is where we interview artists that were featured on Sunday Studio Cuts, our new music show on WRRV. Today, we're hanging out with Dayglow, who just released their new album, Harmony House. Where are you at right now? Um, I'm in my house in Austin, Texas. Um, sitting in a new chair that I just got off Facebook Marketplace, um, drinking some coffee. That sounds like a great morning. Yeah. What are COVID restrictions like down there? Um, it kind of depends where you go. I mean, yeah, it, it's just, it varies, I guess, city by city with Texas. I mean, Austin's pretty conscious and responsible, um, but... I guess it just depends where you go. It's, you know, things are opening up more and more. What made you decide to drop out of the University of Texas? I I think just kind of like I had no choice. Um, I was at this crossroads where, like, I was emailing people, like, from, you know, major labels and whatnot, like, from my school email. (laughs) Um, And I I was, like, doing, like, French online homework and then at the same time doing this other thing. So it was like this huge blur of um, so much work and attention. And I remember meeting with my parents and telling them, you know, like, all this is going on. And my dad said to me, he's like, well, son, you probably shouldn't be in school anymore. Um, So I just took his advice and um, am no longer in school. I feel like if anyone else's parents were to hear that, they would flip out. But it's awesome that yours were really understanding. Yeah, no, I I was very surprised. It was uncharacteristic, but <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm glad. You're known for making music out of your bedroom. Has the pandemic made it more comforting to be at home all the time, or more exhausting to not leave as often? That's a great question. Um, kind of both. Like I. To an extent, it really didn't feel that different because I would spend a lot of time alone in my room making music. Um, so I still got to do what I like to do most of the time, um, which was awesome. I think my headspace, along with everyone else, just kind of changed, um, knowing that there wasn't the option to do something else. Um, so I was pretty conscious of just like separating, you know, I'm always trying to separate my uh, work which is weird to even say now that like, <laughs> making music is my, my work, but I, I guess it is. And so um, separating that from, you know, my relaxing time, because it's literally in the bedroom right now. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm actually working on building a studio, like, apart from my house. So at least I, like, walk to work, you know. <laughs> the first huge hit you had was Can I Call You Tonight? What was it like to gain viral fame from that? It was really strange. I mean, like, I I didn't expect it to happen. I was pretty confident in the song. Like, I thought, you know, this could probably be caught on by a couple people outside of who I actually personally know. Um, but I didn't think it would be, like, a big TikTok song or something. Because at the time of releasing it, I don't even think TikTok was a thing. <laughs> um, which is crazy to say, because it was, like, three years ago. Um, everything's just happened so, so quickly just in all of culture um just this crazy rapid um change but yeah it was awesome like 
songs can truly get a life of their own. Um, and Can I Call You Tonight just proves the case. So, like, once it's in the hands of other people, they can just do whatever they want. And for me, that's a good thing. You know, there's <laughs> stories of people who, like, their songs take this completely different meaning or something. And, you know, um, I'm glad that it still holds a good place on the Internet, I guess. But um, it's it's weird. How does your first album, Fuzzy Brain, differ from your new album, Harmony House? Um, like, the way that I look at making music, it's kind of just like segmenting who I am as a person at that time. Because with Dayglow, it's really cool that I've gained traction so early on. Um, because each album will kind of just be like a step for fans to see like, oh, Sloan is actually growing up in this way. And, you know, both musically and as a person, so like topically what I'm writing about. And so Fuzzy Brain, I think I just generally I wasn't as good at producing music or mixing. <laughs> um, and I was like uh, still figuring a lot of things out in my life. It's just kind of like a high school, um, you know, album. At least that's the way that I look at it. You know, I don't think it's like music for high schoolers or something, but um it's just kind of like the timepiece of who I was now, 17 and 18, and what I was listening to at that time. Um, and Harmony House is kind of just who I am, you know, right now, and all the influences that I'm being, you know, drawing from. Can you tell us some of the inspiration behind Harmony House? Yeah, I was listening to just a lot of 70s and 80s pop music. Um, that's kind of generalized as yacht rock, you know, that's a funny term. Um, <laughs> but just those kind of artists, you know, like Doobie Brothers and Christopher Cross, Paul Simon, um, James Taylor. Yeah, just like 70s and 80s pop music. And Harmony House was written pre-COVID. Did the pandemic change the sound or really this, anything on the album? Um, yeah, so I had written pretty much everything by time, you know, COVID became a thing. Um, I, yeah, I had like pretty much finished it. I mixed the album myself, which I did pretty much all of that during the uh, lockdown. Um, so that was nice to have a lot of time and attention. And I got to pay a lot more attention and detail to the album than I think I would have, which maybe is a bad thing. I don't know. Um, I definitely drove myself crazy with some of the songs, just like mixing things that nobody would notice. Um, but yeah, I it definitely isn't like a pandemic-inspired album, but I'm sure there's some things that ironically like are you know lyrically related, and I think will help people process you know a lot of the isolation and reflection, which you know could be a good thing. The first single off of Harmony House was Close to You. What is the story behind this song? Yeah, so Close to You, I wrote um, after just listening to a bunch of 80s like duets. There's this one song specifically um, on my own, Michael McDonald and Patti LaBelle, you know, on my own. <laughs> um, and it's like such a good song. And. Um, I was thinking about how, like, nobody does duets anymore. You know, there's, like, so many, like, collabs or, like, features. But, um, you know, the 80s, there's so many duets. And so I started with that energy. You know, obviously, the song isn't even a duet. But um, 
I kind of started with that energy thinking and writing a duet. And I ended up writing a duet with myself because the song is kind of like about, you know, like leaving a party or something and not speaking to the person that you wanted to the whole time and kind of like talking to yourself about that moment. Um, so it's kind of like a duet with myself um, and a fun dance song. Since you wrote Harmony House over a year ago, is there any new music in the works? Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, I'm pretty constantly working on a lot of music and just, like, segmenting it into albums. Um, so I'm working on a lot of new stuff. You know, it'll probably be a while till um, I am, you know, releasing it. But I Harmony House, I pretty much cut in half. Um so I'm I kind of have plans probably to release like a B-sides like or like demos or archives type album, um, hopefully in the future. So that'd be cool. So I got a lot of music. That is exciting to hear. Yeah. You just came off a performance from The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. What is it like getting back out into the world for appearances and shows? Yeah, it's really cool. Um, it's, it's surreal, I mean, to do something like you know, play for Fallon because I never thought that would happen. So it's just weird, um, but really awesome. I feel super blessed. What are you looking forward to most about your upcoming tour? I'm just excited to like see my fans face to face and see like a group of people gathered in the room because I feel like that <laughs> will quantify like my. Um, my success, I guess, because, like, right now it just feels so abstract. We're like, <clears throat> I'm seeing these numbers rise on a screen, but, you know, it just doesn't really feel real, you know, and I, like, message fans and stuff, but it just, you know, it's just different when you actually connect with people and you play a song in the room, cheers, or, like, you know, cheers louder. They're, like, singing with the lyrics, and there's just, like, this connection that I think music needs, Um and I'm just excited to kind of experience that for the first time. Um, it's going to be really fun. All right. My last question for you. If someone were to come to your city, what is the one thing they have to do? Ooh. Um, Austin, Texas has really good food. I mean, Tex-Mex is just like, you know, awesome. It's, you know, it'll probably hurt your stomach, but it's always worth it. <laughs> Um, to just go to like get some Tex-Mex. I'm trying to think of a good Tex-Mex restaurant to go to. Um, But yeah, I don't know. If you end up in Austin, just Google best Tex-Mex in Austin. There'll probably be a list of like 60 places and you can choose from any of them and they'll be awesome. (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Dayglow, for hanging out with me and the Studio Cuts podcast. Yeah, thank you. This is awesome. Make sure to check out Dayglow's new single, Medicine, off of his newest album, Harmony House. And don't forget to catch Sunday Studio Cuts, a new music show featuring all of the up-and-coming alternative music hosted by me every Sunday at 10 p.m. on 92.7-96.9 WRRV. Join us next week as we interview another up-and-coming alternative artist on the Studio Cuts podcast.